Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-host, Brennan McCullough, and we have returning guest and friend of the show, uh, the Melting Pat himself, Pat Johnston. How's everybody doing? Oh, hey. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. as good as you can get. <laughs> oh, That's hey, I didn't I mean. see you there. It was another one of those where I just throw the intro to you guys and figure out who's going to speak first. But no, let's start <laughs> with Pat. How are you? Well, now that my anxiety is in check, that was uh, that was terrifying. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> Typical. First of all, the clapping at the beginning. I don't know, peek behind the curtain, but to, to line up the audio, it's very stressful. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a whole it timing issue. <laughs> it's really stressful, but uh, yeah, I'm good. You told me yesterday, Doug, that I haven't been on this show in seven months. Yeah, wow. since December of last year, uh, I just happened to look that up randomly and was like, man, it's we're overdue for a visit from the Melting Pat, um, <laughs> especially because an episode or two ago, I ended up plugging your Twitch stream because I know you're back into that. So we definitely want to dive into what you've been playing there. But before we do that, Bren, how about you? How have you been lately? Uh, it's it's uh, I'm trying to think of the exact words. It's just like a perpetual stasis with lockdown like it's just like i can't leave it's the same <laughs> so i'm just like it's not worse but it's not better so it's exactly the same as it has been over the course of all these years <laughs> yeah it, i mean i don't leave my room i'm a hermit i fucking don't go outside even if there isn't a pandemic going on so it's just like yeah it's, it's fair enough without work now it's just like even more so because i'm just in my room 24 7 but yeah, all good. Could be better, could be worse. As usual. Uh, Pat, though, like I said, you've been Twitch streaming. Do you want to maybe tell our listeners about what you've been up to there? Yeah, I. Uh, well, first of all, I'm a giant hypocrite because I, <laughs> I did a thing on my show a number of years ago when I was like, I don't understand why people watch people play video games. It doesn't make any sense to me. And now, yeah. four yeah, years sure. later, here I am. Hey, watch me play video games on my Twitch stream. <laughs> it's the same reason people watch people play sports. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. You could easily do it yourself, but it's more entertaining if you don't have the means of doing it or if someone's better at it than you. I mean, again, that's, I'm glad you said that because I'm a dumbass sports fan. Sports fans are dumb. Let's just get this out of the way. <laughs> like, we're, we're not smart. We invest way too much energy into people who have no real effect on our lives. And yep. uh, yeah, so when you put it that way, I'm yeah, I'm an idiot in that regard too. <laughs> Aren't we all? It's a growing yeah, I've, experience. I've been enjoying it, actually. I started playing some uh, some wrestling on there, which has been actually really fun. Um, I'm really bad at video games, so I think that's part of the charm of yes. the channel, too. Thank you for reinforcing no. that. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes, no, it's very seen. fun. Well, that's the thing. I was tuning into one of your Vice City streams, and uh, there's oh just my some God. really fun moments where like, uh, you opened a, a bus door and just demolished a guy. I don't know. It's just been a blast. So I definitely recommend people check it out. But you have a pretty good rotation of games you got going there. You're doing some Guacamelee. Uh, anything uh, I'm missing? Uh, yeah, Guacamelee, Vice City, doing some wrestling. I did some Lego Star Wars at first. Oh, cool. Um, that I gotta say, that game's not hooking me like I thought it would. Yeah, it's, uh, Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga, and maybe it's because I judge all Lego games against uh, Lego Jurassic World, which is legitimately one of my favorite games I've ever played. And it's just not—I don't know. Does it get better? Have you guys played it? I have not. In fact, I might have played a demo, and I enjoyed what I played, and I was like, "Yeah, I'd continue," but not—not not enough yeah. to say that there was any real complaints for me. Yeah, I never got into the Lego games. I've heard, you know, great things about very, uh, different ones from various people, but, um, I bought the, like, prequel trilogy pack of, like, the Lego Star Wars episode one, two, three, um, years ago. And yeah, I probably played maybe two hours of it and just never, <laughs> never went back. I, I, it's not bad, but yeah, like you said, it just wasn't hooking me. I'm just like, eh, it's, it's not super engaging. It's, it's clearly meant for kids. It's not difficult. Right. I feel like of the Lego games that I would probably connect with the most, and I've yet to even try them, is the Harry Potter ones. I feel like I'd probably prefer a Lego version of that universe than the actual Harry Potter games that exist. I haven't played those, but I'm also not a huge Harry Potter fan. But I've, I'm not a big Lord of the Rings guy either, but I've played one of those Lego they games, and it was oh, real wow. fun. That's cool. Yeah, I bet I'd vibe with that as well. It's definitely... Um you know, a more streamlined, ver not, not streamlined, but a, a simplified version of any of those 
existing properties. Because, you know, they're all... I mean, there probably is a Lego... There is Lego games just by themselves. You know, back in the day, Lego... What? City? Island? Whatever that Lego was. Lego Island. Oh, man. I love yeah. Lego Island. So wow. Much. Throwback. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, all these other franchises also have dozens of games associated with them. So, the Lego version is definitely the, like, very simplified... Um, at least in the Star Wars one, there's no voice acting. I think in most of them, there's no voice acting. It's just, like, right. you know, it's all miming. And, yeah, it's... there. I, I think it's safe to say those games are for kids. Or at least that's the main demographic. Other people can enjoy them, but it's definitely intended for kids. So Definitely. If you've already seen the story, it's kind of like, eh, what's, what's hooking me here? I, I already know what's going to happen. So you're streaming PC games, though, am I right, Pat? That is correct, yeah. If I could stream N64, you goddammit, I would, but I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, kind of a tough hurdle to get over. Uh, I ended up getting one of these uh, HD60 capture cards so I could stream some stuff, but even with that, I'm not sure if I could stream any of like the older consoles. I think your best bet's going to be, heaven forbid, there's no enforcement agencies listening. Uh, <laughs> but maybe an emulator would probably be your best bet. Yeah, I thought about that, but I don't know. Like, could I get kicked off a of Twitch for that? No, but it, it's supposed to be if you have the game, if you have a physical copy of the game itself, you can emulate it. But if you are using it, an emulator to get copies of games you don't, you haven't purchased, that's frowned upon. Yeah, as long as you're not showing any nipples or uh, playing any copyrighted music, feet? you should be okay. I uh, can't show feet. Can't even show a male nipple. What? Nothing. Oh, no, my God. No yeah. knees? Yeah. Probably this is the not. the Charlie Kelly version. No knees. Probably not. Once Amazon bought Twitch, it got real strict real fast. So That's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when they have a monopoly. True, but that's really cool to hear that you've been Twitch streaming. It's funny, it's like almost coinciding with us actually getting back into Twitch streaming because You're for welcome. the longest time, yeah, it, <laughs> I you, feel Pat. like we do owe it to you. Uh, for the longest time, we've been saying at the end of our plugs, being like, uh, no promises, but we might. Well, we actually are doing it. I know Bren's been playing Persona 4 every now and then. I'm streaming Kakarot every now and then. I'm going to try to get on a more regular schedule so we can ha- tell you guys to look forward to it. But uh, for right now, it is very just like few and far between sessions when we get the chance. But uh, in the future, look forward to us figuring out a schedule and uh, telling you what games are on the horizon. Yeah, now that I've actually uh, messed around with a bit and changed my settings around, my internet's not been as garbage. I know first few times I streamed, I was dropping like pff, 150 frames like every hour or so, like... It was like, fun. Yeah, it's not great. It wasn't like horrendous, but it definitely was like stuttering a bit and stuff. And yeah, I I can't do anything about that. Um, and unfortunately, I think it was just me streaming at peak hours of my like building or of my apartment at least, like sharing it with my roommate. So yeah, uh, I found out when I stream later at night, it's a lot easier, and I don't drop any frames. But also, it's like eleven p.m. my time, which is to one two three in the morning for everyone else in the country <laughs> so, right i'm um, no one's watching that's fair but if you happen to be a, a night owl listener you can look yeah, forward to brand streaming uh but that's the thing uh we heard about what games pat's been playing how about you brand are you playing anything different uh this week just like you said persona 4 um i talked about the hades update uh still still jump into that every now and then but i think i've knocked out everything even with the new update i've knocked out all the content in hades so now i'm just waiting for the final release okay um but yeah persona 4 golden is i just checked i got 25 hours in the last two weeks and all of which had been streamed so um and like doug said it's kind of like very minimal commentary because what do i have to point out um (laughs) right i jumped in one of those where i was making fun of all the characters yeah, 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 he jumped in early on. Uh, yeah, Chiz uh, swings by every now and then, so I'll be talking to him for like an hour or two. Um, but yeah, if you just were like, what the hell's Persona? Uh, like, I don't know what it is. You could just go to the VODs and just get a uh, basic premise. Um, I never played 5. I watched the Let's Play of 5. So this is the first Persona game I've actually played. But so far, it's it's very similar to 5. And like, I know it's a franchise, so it's you know formulaic. Why would they you know, deviate from the path too much, but, like, it's real similar. So, right. 
Uh, it's good and bad. If you like that, then it's just more of what you already like. If you don't like it, then there's no reason to play another one. Um, right. But basic premise is it's just it's a fucking anime as a game. I realized <laughs> it's just so tropey. It's got all of the anime tropes in it, and like the writings, the writing could be a lot better at parts. It's not horrific. It's not like ghost stories or a. Uh, uh deadly premonition or just like what is this trash um but like it could be a lot better parts and i've i've discussed it with a friend who's not a fan of the franchise i think persona is just an anime that you're already invested in because it's a game so you feel obligated to finish it and find <laughs> it because you have agency over it so you want to like it's going at your pace so you feel obligated to finish it and it's I think four is 70 hours. I think five is 100 hours. And then there's four golden is a remake of four because the original uh, Persona 4 was on PSP. And then there's Persona 5 Royal, which is like a remake of five. And both of them have additional content as well. So it's like 70 hours minimum. And then Persona 4 Golden is like 90 hours. And Persona 5 is like 95 hours. And then Persona 5 Royal is like 120 hours. Like... It's a lot of hours in these games. Yeah. And I think it's just Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> I think people love these games and get so passionate because you're just around these characters for so long. Because, like, like I said, it's not awful. It's not bad. But, God, it really could be better. <laughs> like, yeah. for as big as a property as it is and the developers, like, there's a lot of homophobic undertones where it's like, wow, this Ooh. is not great. Yeah. So, I didn't say, that's see not that a, that's coming. It's not really a ringing endorsement. Yeah, it's, I mean it's it's a turn it's a turn based game. So combat is uh, like a f- old school Final Fantasy games. Um, you have personas, which are the monsters you use. So you use their abilities to like cast magic spells. Um, so the combat's nothing groundbreaking. It's it's similar stuff we've seen before. Um, I think the part that gets people invested is the uh, RPG elements of um, you know you're a student, you go to school. You live out every day. You have, like, two activities you can do in a day, like, in the afternoon and at night. Raising your skills, spending time with certain people. Um, Depending on the relationships you develop, you get benefits in combat and out of combat for that. You develop more story uh, with those characters and stuff. So it's definitely the, like, true RPG of, like, role-playing. Like, you choose what this character does. The downside is the character itself is very minimal very does very little uh very much the silent protagonist so there's certain situations where it's like hey this is a shitty situation i sure would love to step in as the main character and tell everyone like hey stop being assholes right now but the character doesn't do that you you can only choose to talk when you're, you're prompted to so there's a lot of situations where you're just standing by watching a scene play out where it's like this sucks for everyone involved and i wish i could do something but you can't so that that's moments where the writing really falls flat yeah um so for example um persona 4 there's a character the the idea with persona is that you go into some like a alternate reality and fight these shadows and the shadows are people's like true natures that they're like repressing and keeping secret and like oh the heartless basically yeah yeah i don't want it's kingdom hearts yeah it kind of is christ it kind (laughs) of is and one of them is a guy who is either gay or bi and doesn't want to admit it. And honestly, so far, he's the best character. I fucking love that character, Keiji. But every interaction with him, it's a lot of like, oh, aren't you a little, huh? And it's like, oh, come on, guy. Like, yeah. it's, and I don't know if it's necessarily a cultural thing, because uh, I know LGBT stuff's not as massive in Japan as it is here. Or right. if it's... Um, atlas thing like the publisher and developer because they've definitely got a history with stuff like that they've had to remove a scene from persona 5 that was uh, offensive oh wow Um, so like it's tough like it's it's hard to enjoy without like glaring issues like that um for example in persona 5 uh the one of the first teammates you recruit is Anne, and uh her situation is she's like a part-time model and a high school student and she hates being sexualized and ogled by like all these different people especially a teacher who's definitely, like, crossing a line of appropriateness. And the teacher's the first boss you fight, and it's like, this guy's a sleazy creep hitting on students uh, and harassing them endlessly. And then when you get Anne to join your team, 
she gets a new costume and it's a skin tight leather cat suit with like a cleavage window. God damn it. And the pose oh, is like her ass, her sticking her ass out like when she does the victory pose. And it's like, wow, you're, you're sexual. You're doing exactly what the teacher, like, how are you not aware of this? Yeah. So it's stuff like that where it's like, I can definitely see elements that are gr- good about Persona and I'm enjoying. But like, wow, there's just some inconsistency in like the quality of writing like right. everywhere and it's just like oh i, I feel like it's going to be like yakuza i feel like i'm going to enjoy my time with this one and i don't think i'm going to be a fa- franchise fan right that's a very honest review and i appreciate your feedback on that because it makes me less interested not that i am even necessarily interested in that franchise i know how much of an undertaking it is to get involved it's a, it's a but lot, yeah. yeah and i feel like to me it's like oh well if it's that kind of world the characters must be really good and i don't know if that's the case i'm just gonna pass on it i've already waited this long yeah it's i mean i love flawed characters that's definitely what makes them more human because you don't want you know this mary sue like uh perfect being like Clark Kent or whatever but the problem is it's it's not flaws with the characters so much as it flaws with the entire writing of the game (laughs) it's not just one guy who's shitty it's everyone's kind of shitty but all in the same way and it kind of adds up and it's like hmm is this is this the characters or is this someone at atlas writing these characters kind of shitty like it's weird. It's it really flip flops and feels inconsistent with um, itself at times. So it's like that makes sense. I'm not hating it, but I'm definitely not going to go to bat and defend it against anyone criticizing it. That's fair. Yeah, but basically, that's the game you've been playing, though. I got like t- t- 25, almost 30 hours in it, and <laughs> I'm enjoying it enough to keep playing it. Like I'm not like going to throw it away, but yeah, it's that's pretty much eating up all my time. Very cool. Yeah, I've been playing Kakarot consistently. I did beat Cell last night. That was really fun. In fact, I forgot to stream it, and I feel like a total ass. In fact, I might, like, (laughs) restream that and just fight him again. But that's the thing. I got the Majin Buu saga coming up, and or actually, even before that, I'm guessing, like, great Saiyaman shit. That'll be real fun. Uh, I love Dragon Ball. God damn it. Uh, (laughs) But that's the thing. Uh, I also, I remember on a recent episode, I uh, recommended people revisiting Peggle and how I've been playing Peggle. Pagel Blast on my Jesus. phone. I'm kind of rescinding that recommendation. <laughs> I re- I love Pagel. You guys know this about me. But god damn it, if Pagel Blast isn't the worst iteration of all the Pagel games, like they designed it so that you have to pay to to continue. In certain levels, it's very clear that it's like this one peg's position is impossible to access even with like the randomness of the bouncing in a variable it's just so infuriating level 57 can totally fuck right off but like i remember (laughs) when i was initially playing this we were uh talking with Nick Jenkins from Gamers Without Borders, and he was just as, like, uh, enamored with this game, and he was getting stuck, and we were both getting frustrated. But there's, like, this workaround where, like, you have five hearts, and if you lose a level, you end up losing a heart. But if you exit out of the game and restart it, you essentially can, like, avoid losing the heart. So it's one of those games that they try to make it, if you lose five times in a row, you're going to have to wait a certain amount of time until you can try again. But there's an easy workaround of just like exit the game right before the level ends and then uh, reload it. But that's also a hassle if you're that hardcore and don't want to lose your lives. Long story short, I'm, I love Peggle, like the core game, but God damn it. If like, yeah, some of these characters don't suck. The, the level design is absolutely atrocious, especially knowing that it's like maliciously designed, like the randomness of the peg placement, uh, per level as you load it up can completely bone you to the point where it's like, I'm, I'm just going to have to reload this level entirely to have like better chance at this. And then. I feel like this is the first game where they introduce like all these other variables with like oh there's these bombs there's these gnomes there's these like oil slicked pegs there's these all like uh gems you have to drop and stuff and it just adds this like level of stress to the game that was never there before so, and it made a game that I I've I was on uh Kame House's uh Twitch stream recently and they were like oh what's a game that you guys like to like unwind with and I was like you know what it's Peggle but I'm like <laughs> and then uh Vince himself was like yeah but fuck the mobile version I'm like you're absolutely right like the mobile version is trash and i'm i don't know why i'm still playing it so i don't recommend that one i do recommend the og peggle peggle knights and the one for uh what was it nintendo ds the dual shot that those were all fantastic iterations of this franchise but peggle blast fuck you you know everyone that's still got a nintendo ds up and running 
Well, and that's the thing. Okay, well, here we go with like bringing up like the dead consoles. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I was thinking to myself, um, tuning into the stream uh, for Kame House. I want to put it up on the big screen before I go to bed. And you know what? I just found my PS3 in a box. I'm going to hook that bad boy up in my bedroom and watch the stream on there. Of course, my memory is failing me when I think this. I'm like, I never was able to watch Twitch on the PS3 before, so why would I be able to now? In the course of the years of me playing PS4, apparently, the, I think it was in 2016, it was like a, a big like news bit for people that was like, oh yeah, Twitch, the app, now available for the PS3 in the App Store. I'm like, okay, that's very cool. They eventually gave us that functionality. I log into my PlayStation for the first time in like, years at this point and i go to the app store or the playstation store and twitch is nowhere to be found and i'm like what is going on here and i ended up doing some digging and it's just a thing where they had it available for a time people were using it you could not stream your gameplay to twitch but you were able to watch other people's streams which is technically all i really wanted to do anyway so the fact that they implemented that i'm like great where is it They secretly this year, not even like after like March of this year, just took it off the app store without telling anybody. And I'm assuming it's because no one's fucking playing PS3 anymore, but it is kind of frustrating. (laughs) It's frustrating that there was no like real, like, uh, I don't know, news update. Yeah. An announcement about them actually being like, well, this is no longer supported. But if you go on YouTube, you find all these people saying like, yeah, it's no longer there. And it's because uh, it was very glitchy and they took it off the store. And then there's other people pulling like a PT thing where it's like, had you downloaded it at one point, if you go to this one section of your PlayStation settings, you can re-download it. And for some people it's working. So very few people are able to watch Twitch streams on their PS3. And then anybody in my situation moving forward being like, oh, I forgot to, let me go do it. You can't. And I'm like, Fuck! So it was just a very, very specific situation of like, I want to watch Twitch on my PS3. Too bad. And I'm like, fuck. I mean, it's... Can you still open it up in browser, though? Like, do you have to do it through the app, or could you just open up the browser in the PS3 and just go to the site itself? That's a good question. I never thought to try that, but just knowing the PS3's browser, it was just so slow and horrendous. I was going to say, my experience, the PS3 browser is complete trash. Yes. Uh, I agree. I, that's where I stopped at the place. I never got it to work. But it's it's not good, but it's also if you really want to watch something and it's your only option. Yeah, it, a, a look of, looking for a workaround for sure. Even yeah. just revisiting the PS3, like the controller in my hands, I was like, what year is it? I was like, it's just so strange uh, well, going back a generation. Hold on. The PlayStation controller hasn't really changed the last yes, two decades. Yes, it has. No, it's, it's much smaller. It's It felt very much like a PS2 controller in, in comparison right. to the PS4 one now. I got a PS3 right here. It, feel, it looks and feels the exact same as the PS2 and a PS1 controller. Yes, but not a PS4, which I'm used to now. So it's okay, like, okay. it's it's very much like weird. Um, Brendan, you gotta remember we're talking to a Sony fanboy, so he's uh, he's the guy. <laughs> that's the, the most high end tech. Jesus, I would Christ. love to get the PlayStation Five, but I don't think that's happening this year. We'll see. But no, that's really all the games I've been playing though. Was uh, Kakarot and some Peggle still? Uh, trying to think. Yeah, a little bit of Animal Crossing here and there, but no real updates worth mentioning. I do like the fact that you can swim and stuff now. Yeah, I saw someone streaming Animal Crossing. I'm like, oh, let's see what the new update is, and they dove into the water and they like. Uh, you know, you dive underneath the water and uh, get new items and stuff. And he's like, oh, I got seaweed. I got seaweed again. I got seaweed for a third. And I'm bored. Like, the update, like, burned him out yeah. like, immediately. Because he's like, it, you know, it's a nice addition. It's cool that it's free and stuff. But it's like, it's not going to revolutionize the game. If you're, if you're bored with it already, you're probably still going to be bored with the update. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, my wife's enjoying it, though, so that's good. Um, At least someone is. Uh, I yeah. did see an article where it was like, oh, if you're getting tired of Animal Crossing, maybe try Ooblets. That's that game you've brought up before. Yeah, Ooblets actually just came into uh, early access, and um, it got attention before because uh, when Ooblets, the developers of Ooblets announced that they were going to be an Epic Store exclusive, uh, at least for PC, and people got all pissy, and then the Ooblet developers responded in a equally pissy tone, uh, and it just kind of went back and forth with the vitriol fans that made him look really not make them look great in the best light. Um, and then the rest of 2020 happened, and everyone forgot about that. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. 
<laughs> but I remember when that happened, it was like a big story of like, can you believe these you know developers went after the fans like this? And it's like, I can believe it. I can yes. understand why they did. <laughs> From a professional standpoint, they probably shouldn't have though. Right. But you know, like everything else, it gets swept under the rug because you know other shit happens. Um, but yeah, Ooplets is a game that's out on uh, early access right now. At least at least PC. It might be in consoles, but I'm not. 100% sure. Right. Um, but for anyone that doesn't know, it kind of looks like Adventure Time, and the gameplay is a mix of, like, Stardew Valley plus Pokemon. So, you're a new person to an island, and you grow these little creatures called Ooplets that just look adorable and bizarre. And Pikmin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pikmin-esque. They're not as, like... Yeah. They, they vary greatly between ooblet versus ooblet. So, like, one of them's like a flower petal with like a little face on the bottom and a little legs sticking out. One of them's a weird, goopy cloud with very long legs and boots. One of them's just a fish with legs, and it's like, what, what, what are these? Um, it's like bad Pokemon. Some of them look real cute. Some of them look real dumb. So it's like, yeah, it, it varies greatly. Um, and yeah, so you basically can grow them. You get like a seed, you plant it, and they like walk out of a flower bulb. Um, and then you can have dance battles with other people against other ooblets. And then the battle system is card based. So you have like your energy meter, you know, spending a card is so much energy. Every card is an action. You can either like buff yourself or attack the other team, but you attack through dance. So, you know, keeping that very adorable, round, friendly. Uh, aesthetic where there's no real violence and yeah, yeah. Ooblets, Ooblets has just been the talk of gaming conventions for years now because the first trailer came out three years ago and yeah people have just been ogling it and trying to figure out what exactly it is for you know up till now and uh, yeah now people are playing it and it's the talk of the town but uh, from the reviews I've read it seems to be that, like yeah, it's still early access. It's, you know... Give it some time. There's bugs. Yeah, let it finish baking for a bit. Um, so this is kind of like for people who are itching to get to it and, you know, couldn't couldn't hold out any longer. And like, I gotta get ooblets in my blood system. And, <laughs> uh, but for everyone else, it's like, yeah, like, it's it's not going anywhere. You can wait till it's done or, you know, till they update more stuff. Uh, right. But, yeah, it seems to be seems to get a fair amount of love going around. Very cool. Yeah, I think I'll keep playing Animal Crossing until that one uh, is finished. Um, one thing I forgot to mention, well, and since I do have my PS3 now, I've like found a bunch of PS3 games of mine that I'm going to be diving back into, but like, I want to revisit the Zone of the Enders HD remasters. Like, those games are so fucking good. I did find I have a Dragon Ball Z Ultimate Tenkaichi game, so I'm like, Ooh. man, I don't even remember if when I first own that if I even played it. So I'm going to pop that in and see what that's all about. But I remember I was telling people I tried out Xenoverse. Uh, I do want to wait until I'm done with Kakarot until I get back to that. But I saw like, there's just like this super weird thing as I'm playing Kakarot and I'm beating up Cell, you like are kicking his ass as Super Saiyan uh, to Gohan and you kick him so hard that he throws up Android 18. And I was like, that's weird. And then he reverts to uh, his second form for some reason, I was like, man, I hate Cell's second form the most. And I was like <laughs> looking at it online. And in one of my like Google searches, it popped up that apparently Cell's second form is not in the game Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. And the way like they progress the story in that, he'll just like use his like tail to suck up both androids at once and go from S Cell form 1 to his perfect form. And I'm like... Why? It's it's such like a lazy thing <laughs> you where just they just said like, why you hate it. It's trash. Well, that, well, Everyone that's hates it. But it uh, no, you're right. I don't necessarily want it, but I also think it's uh, crucial to the story, and I also it just feels very lazy to me. And then I found some fans' <laughs> video where they're like, actually, you as a character, like you create your own character in Xenoverse, you can make like a cell, a uh, second form, a uh, character that looks very close to him. And Oh God, it's just so goofy. Someone uh, spent <laughs> way too much time trying to do that, but that's the thing. It's just like a really weird, like omission of just like, just have all three of his forms in that game. It feels very lazy. They didn't put the time and effort into making a new character model for a character. You would effectively see for in game two minutes and no real fight scene because he is so inconsequential. Even within the DBZ story. He is. 
I don't the know. Se- it is second weird. form is he absorbs Android what? 18, 17, 17 or first. Yeah. Yeah. He absorbs 17. He gets his ass handed to him by TN, who is the strongest <laughs> oh. of the Z fighters. Oh. I'm not TN solid, but he's keeping him down with that tri beam for way too long. And if that's all it takes to knock down second form cell, he's kind of a bitch. And yeah. then they get distracted by a bird or something shiny. Uh, second form cell runs away and then absorbs uh, 18. And then it goes perfect. So, like, even in Dragon Ball Z, like, universe and in the lore, the second form cell does jack shit. For so sure. I, I'm fully not surprised they just skipped over him. Well, as a, like, a Krillin stan, I don't understand how he <laughs> How dare fucking... you say stan on this well, podcast? listen, oh. I, I am because he... It's in, insane because Bulma gives him a remote control that it's like, oh, if you get within 10 feet, you can blow up one of the androids, and then basically his perfect form will never be achievable, uh, preventing every any of this from happening. And he gets so close to her, and then he has, like, this moment where, like, he remembers she kissed him on the cheek, and then he smashes the remote and basically just forfeits all of it. It is like, no, let's have Cell get to his perfect form anyway so i feel like the fate of the world was in krillin's hands multiple times and he just was like fuck it i'm doing this for love for a girl that doesn't even she doesn't give him any kind of ounce of respect of like oh you used the wish of the dragon balls dragon balls to remove the explosive device within me like i didn't ask you to do any of this like fuck out of here and then yeah i don't know Krillin, just, it's all your fault. Then Goku's dead <laughs> as a result of it. And then Goku's like, you know what? Being dead's all right, guys. I don't want to come back. And it was just insane. I was like, okay. Krillin either, like, he he actively goes against saving the world, or he dies trying to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I love Krillin. In every form. But. <laughs> Me too. And it's good that he ends up with 18. I guess in the end, it all works wow, out. Wow, spoilers. Uh. <laughs> From 25 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Goku heard uh, he had another kid on the way. He's like, you know what? I'm going to take this time to step out. I'm, you know, hey, maybe that's an easy way. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I remember previous games. I think maybe Tenkaichi or maybe like some other Dragon Ball games. But I remember Frieza has five forms. And yeah, they have first form Frieza and then they have final form Frieza. Because the other three forms in the middle just do not fucking matter. Yeah, they're all insane and stupid. <laughs> yeah. So like some games had them, but they really didn't add anything to it. So I'm not surprised. And... Let's be honest, the different forms of villains is just Toriyama just really stretching out, you know, any fight or saga he has to make it as long as possible. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, sorry, that's our, uh, I don't know, episode Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball tangent. Our annual, <laughs> not annual, exactly. we do it. We do it this year. Once this, a week. 2020 is the year of Dragon Ball for this podcast. It really is. It's because I'm on a kick here. But no, that's the thing. Is there any show topics we want to dive into maybe before we play like a quick conversation game? Yes. I'm... Oh I, my god. I feel like I might have briefly mentioned this last episode. I don't know. I've been recording like three podcasts a day in the last like two weeks. Damn. Um, good for you. On the weekends. It's not good. No one's listening. Oh, sorry to hear that. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, there's a competitive Sims show coming to TBS. I did hear what? about this. How? What? I, I don't know. It's a show called The Sims Sparked. It's it's Spark apostrophe D, so it's not even E D. So that already has a flag against it. That's already got uh, points against it. Um, is a reality uh, reality competition in partnership with the E League and YouTube channel BuzzFeed Multiplayer, where players will have to take on challenges to make unique characters, stories, and worlds in The Sims 4. The show will be four episodes long and will air starting January 17th, so it, it started two days ago, and like winners will get $100,000. What? Yeah, I just... <laughs> I, I'm, how and why? Like, it's not competitive. I mean, I've I've seen enough, like speed runs and randomizers and like stuff to like any game can be competitive if you yeah. just have two people who are competitive enough to you know fight over it and you but gamify like, it yeah but like to not only make it a competition but to make it a tv show where you're taking a simulator game that started as just an architect blueprint program like that's how the sims started you just built houses and layouts for like blueprints that's what it originally started as. And then someone's like, hey, what if we put people in here too? And now it's a competitive show on cable TV? 
Yeah, I I, and I mean, the fact that it's on cable too—that's wild. I get that there's nothing going on right now with this uh, <laughs> lockdown and whatever, but really you take know, what you get. some things just maybe shouldn't be made. <laughs> yeah, but like, what's the criteria for a unique character, stories, and world? Like, what is it? Just you build a house. And you have to see how well you interact with the neighbors. Do you build the whole neighborhood and see how well they interact with each other? Like, because like you know, someone's just going to put some a sim in a swimming pool and then delete the ladder and just drown them all. Like, we all do that eventually. Yeah, so, if that like, doesn't happen on the show, I feel like uh, they're missing they're a, missing the mark. The point. Yeah, someone's someone's putting in that rosebud sheet and just getting a shitload of money and just skipping in the whole work <laughs> problem. Like we've all done it. We know the Sims is. I'm just. I, no matter how many times I see this, it never makes any more sense to me. Well, speaking of things not making sense, uh, I saw that Death Stranding is now on PC. So, of course, yep. players are trying all sorts of different shit with that, like as far as hacking it and uh, doing mods and stuff. But regardless, uh, one PC player ended up using a camera hack to determine if the main character, Sam, is anatomically correct. So apparently there's a Good scene Lord. where he whips out his wiener to take a piss and just the from the perspective of the character you see the piss but you don't see his wiener. They angled the camera so they could see his wiener and it is invisible. Gasp. Um, <laughs> Who would have thought a game that's not intended to be M rated for nudity wouldn't put a fully functioning male penis in there. But the thing is, in this universe, maybe penises are invisible if they All have right. like these. All right, Jesus. we're doing this. We're going <laughs> to the Konami was bullshit because yeah. <laughs> the worst part of that sentence, Doug, is it could be right. <laughs> exactly. That's the worst part of Kojima. Kojima rivals Kingdom Hearts level of bullshit. I guess that's why I went there, but no, and that's the the internet's talking about it, so I feel like it's fodder for our show. I mean, it's it's people that like speedrun and glitch hack stuff where it's like oh can you believe that uh in the you know latest ocarina of time speedrun you can go into kakariko village in the beginning and get this one wedge and then if you backflip four times in a row and then run straight into it you can uh you know glitch skip to the end of the ganon fight at the end of the game it's like what a horrible game design what a terrible game what what were the developers thinking it's like are you out of your fucking mind no one was supposed to do that like why is there no dick in uh, death stranding because no one was supposed to see it like why? Why would they put a dick in there? Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I want to know about the guy who thought of this and was like, you know what I want to see in this game right now? <laughs> Somebody's Norman. dick. That hog. Not somebody specifically. Norman Reedus's dick. Yes. <laughs> so it's. I mean, it's the like the Sims. There's the Sim cheat to get rid of the uh, mosaic censorship when pe- uh, the characters are having sex. It's like, yeah, they don't have genitals. They're they're like Barbie dolls. They're just smooth. What, did you think they would put them in there? God damn it! It's it, you know, it's it's. I've heard developers talk about how they'll make a game set to the hardest difficulty, and then work backwards from there by scaling the difficulty down because it's easier to put in all of the enemies at once and damage at once, and then just scale it down uh, for other difficulties. They don't do that with genitals. They don't put all of the genitals in and then just scale them back. Maybe they should. Difficult. Maybe they should put more yeah. genitals in games. No more invisible genitals. <laughs> Let's take we'll play- this to Congress or uh, Senate or whoever. We're going to do this. We're going to get our dicks in our games, goddammit. No, no, no. <laughs> well, let's let's take it to uh, Platinum Studios because they'll actually do something. God knows the government won't. Well, um, yeah, good point. But, like, I'm thinking of Bayonetta where there aren't genitals in Bayonetta, but it really feels like there are. It feels like there's a lot of, like, genitalia, like, euphemism, like motifs in there because like i don't know if you guys have seen any of the angels or demons in that game but like wow some of them feel real phallic nope i think i will pass on that but since it is the year of dragon ball i have a special game of 10 questions for you guys Uh... let's play 10 (laughs) questions wait a minute hold on first off pat do you like dragon ball z i do (laughs) okay i don't know if you've ever said You may have never watched this show. <laughs> that would have been, yeah, that's really hard for you to participate in this, but I I'm had a feeling a, I'm you... not a fanatic, but I do enjoy it, yeah. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> it's like, who's a, go- what's a Goku?
That'd be fantastic, though, if I played this game knowing nothing about any of this. Right, you'll pro- probably do for, just as well. I do it feel might. bad for the listeners that have no background in Dragon Ball, but that's the thing. Uh, maybe this will sway you, and you'll check out some episodes <laughs> or listen to our friends' podcast. <laughs> At least it's a lot of Pokemon are... Snap Ten questions. <laughs> yeah, that's there. We go. That Thank was a you good for joke. that. Yes. If you weren't swayed by Dragon Ball by this point, you, or up till now, you certainly aren't now. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not, ju- you're not jumping you're not in now. Jumping in right. This game will sway you, I promise. All right, you're not jumping I'm in thinking... at your, our love of Yajirobe. <laughs> I'm thinking of a character from that universe. You guys have ten questions to narrow it down. And since there's two of you, I was wondering, do we make it a non-traditional or, or a traditional 20 questions and you each get ten? Or do you guys each want five? What do you think? I'm fine with five. Yeah, I think I'm confident enough I can get in five. Oh, there we go. That's oh, I'm not confident. Ten, I just don't think total. I'd be able to come up with ten questions. Yes. Ten total. <laughs> All right. Are that's fair, too. Shit. All right. Damn it. Well, that's the thing. Where do you guys <laughs> want to start? Uh, let's start with Pat. Do you have a question for me to try to narrow down a Dragon Ball Z character uh, from that universe? Um, well, let's start with an easy one. Are they human? No. That's an excellent so, one. Mm, see, that narrows it down to, like, five people that are actually human in that show because <laughs> like even goku and vegeta are saiyans and aliens so it's like mm. uh the list of humans is very small is he, is tn a human uh, that's me that's my own that's personal a good dilemma. he's like a cyclops he's a triclops <laughs> oh yeah what am i saying um all right so they're not human um are they a z fighter are they one of the good guys I will say, not a Z fighter, but I will give you for free one of the good guys. Okay, so not one of the core Z fighter guys. Correct. All right. Ah, oh, Jesus. Although, I've, in my experience listening to Doug play this game, it could be a core Z fighter, and he'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you are a real listener, Pat. Fuck. <laughs> I'm the only one. Me and Judge Greg. That's it. There we go. Uh, we hope you're doing well out there, Greg. <laughs> I forgot Dende was a Z fighter. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. So it is a, it is one of the good guys. Um, I feel like we, we just made fun of this one, but I'll ask it anyway. Are they green? <laughs> they are not, but a very good guess. Well, all right. That, I was going to say PyCon, but. <laughs> We're up to that. three here. All right. It's not green. One of the good guys. <laughs> and not hey. human. Not human. All right. I was going to say for the health it. Is it Yajirobe? But okay. Yeah. You reminded me. Um, all right. Not human. One of the good guys. Were they in Dragon? Were they in. Uh, would this count as a question of like what series it's from? Because are we talking like Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Super? I was going to say. Or that was a good just question. Like, just go ahead and ask it. All right. What? Like, is it. In, are we talking about Dragon Ball Z or are we talking about the whole Dragon Ball universe? We're talking about the whole Dragon Ball universe. I'm not going to count that as a question, but it sounded like what you were originally going to say is, are they in Dragon Ball? And yeah. I'm going to say yes to okay. that. Yeah, because that's what I was wondering. Like, is it Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, GT, but, Super? But they also are in Z as well. So I personally, I'm not even sure if they're in GT because I didn't follow through with that. We don't talk about GT. <laughs> yeah. So they're mainly in Dragon Ball. I didn't watch any of that, so I'm fucked. No, no, no. Um, no, they are in Z. You, sh- you <laughs> will, I think, at least recognize this character. I am going for one that's a little trickier. They appear in Dragon Ball, but yes. they're also in Z. All right. Um, you should watch Dragon Ball. I think Dragon Ball is better than Dragon Ball Z. I've it heard is some fantastic. good things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does this character have a tail? Yes, they do. Great question. Uh, oh, mm, mm, I mean, mm. that, that doesn't help me, but I'm sure it helps Brenda. <laughs> Well, you guys are halfway. You're really narrowing it down. You didn't need more than 10 of these. Uh, I think I have faith that one of you guys is going to come up with this. Are they a fighter? Like, are they actively in fights of any sort? No. I have an idea. I'll let Pat go. Four left, and they, yeah, I'm curious. You guys are really narrowing it down. I'm curious if anyone listening has it. Ah, Jesus. Okay, so... Has a tail, not human, not an active fighter. God damn. Um, does this character live with King Kai? <laughs> good question. No, that is a really good question, though. It's not Bubbles. That was uh, going to be my guess. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I knew that's where you're going, and that was a really good one. I just can we talk for a second about Gregory the Cricket? No, we can't. Look, 
just like what the fuck's his deal? <laughs> Bubbles is like a pet. I get that. But... Um, all right. I'm just gonna take a shot. Is it Poir? No. Oh, that was a really good guess. Okay, we're down to two guesses left. You guys are so... It's like literally on the tip of your tongue. You guys are guessing really close to this character. You're overestimating my knowledge of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Pat's a fan, but he's not... He doesn't have a podcast about it like we and comics. I can do. give a really big hint maybe right before the final guess. Are you counting Chiu as human? Because I don't know if he is. No, he. I hope to God he doesn't have a tail. <laughs> I would have guess, although I'm not sure he has a tail. <laughs> And he does actively fight, believe it or not. No, he doesn't. He blows up. Are you kidding me? He Even I know that shit, Doug. <laughs> I don't know. He's trying to train with Tien, right? Yamcha's more really useful than Chaozu. Oh, my God. Now that I'm really thinking about Chaozu's uh, biology, I don't think Chaozu has a tail. <laughs> I don't think Chaozu has biology. I think he's just skin, which has energy inside. I don't yeah, think he, he has organs. Pinocchio. Do we know he's a real boy. Do we know it's a he? <laughs> Are we sure? Uh, pretty sure. Pretty sure. But I'm not. That's the thing. I'm not confident about anything about Chaozu. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus. All right. Actually, I think Chaozu listens to Insane Callahan Pass. <laughs> Chaozu's a Mr. Mime that gained awareness. <laughs> there we go. Chaozu is like Ash Ketchum's mom's uh, Mr. Mime, right? <laughs> yeah. Chaozu's Ash's brother. The only Mr. Mime that gets um. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's just repulsive to think about. Yeah. Hey, rule thirty-four. It's out there. I'm sure of it. I can attest to that. Oh, I was just fucking around. Is that is that yeah. real? <laughs> I've seen a lot of shit, Pat. Well, like, let's stay on topic. But I've seen a lot of shit. All right. Uh, Two guesses left. Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z. It's not green. Tail. Not human. Not human. Has a tail. Might, may or may not be All an active fighter. Who knows what Doug thinks is an active fighter? <laughs> um, Jesus. All right. Uh, this is a weird one, but I feel like is, it might get one of us closer. Is this character shorter or taller than Goku? Shorter. And if you're talking about adult Goku, if you're talking about kid Goku, it's probably the same height. I was talking about adult Goku. Sorry. Yep. No, that's good. All right. One last guess. And Bren, it's, I feel like you're the one that's going to have to guess this. And I'm going to give you a big hint here. They have their own location. Their own location? Yes. Like, how do I describe this as far as, like, if you're playing the game Dragon Ball Z Kakarot uh, and you pull up the map, this is, is a it? place you can go. I'm glad this uh, is on you, because that does nothing for me. I went with a tricky one, <laughs> I know, and that's the thing. Once you guys hear this character, I'm curious if Pat is even aware of them or remembers them, but I know Brian will be like, oh, shit, yeah. I want to get that uh, spelling right. Okay, yeah, yeah, because I forgot how to spell. Um, if it is this character, I'm going to be mad, because I thought it I thought it might have been them at, like, the third guess, and I was just like, nah, if I, nah, nah. so is it Corin? Yes, it is. Corrin <laughs> has a so tower, and uh, they're where Yajirobe trains, and they're just a little cat person. And honestly, if I ever adopt another cat, I'll probably, hopefully, get a white cat and name him Corrin. Corrin, like, I love the character, but let's be real. Corrin don't do shit. No, he Korin's grows got sensu, sensu beans. beans. That's, it. that's it. He's it. the dealer. <laughs> Like, I'm looking him up. He's, it says a martial arts master, but I'm like, can you honestly tell me anytime he's fought? Nope. Like, That's Korn. why he's not an active Z fighter, but he is one of the good guys. There you go. You did get it with the last question. Way to go. That's how we play Dragon Ball Z 10 questions. Oh, there's a picture of Goku kissing Bulma. That's sinful. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't ask for that. But that was a fun episode. Uh, grateful to have Pat on the show again. Uh, let's wrap this one up and do some plugs. Uh, Pat, tell us about your podcast and your Twitch stream. Oh, finally, an easy one. So I hope <laughs> yeah, an easy question for me to answer. So, I, yeah, I host a podcast called The Melting Pat. I do uh, all kinds of dumb shit, sports stuff, music stuff. Uh, last week I did an interview with the band Headspace. So go ahead and Ooh. check that out. Um, nice. I'm now streaming on Twitch. 
twitch.tv slash the melting pat. Come watch me be terrible at games. It's fun. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, my wife and I do a podcast on short-lived TV shows called The Short-Lived Show Show. We are, I think this week we'll be doing the season, the series finale of Mission Hill. So look forward yeah. to that. Very cool. Yeah, definitely check out those podcasts. And uh, listener, uh, you are probably aware of Brens, but Bren, tell them about it. I'm on Twitter at ABTSBrendan. And yeah, it's mostly me retweeting uh, our stuff we're plugging or here. Uh, I got words. Um, <laughs> you're real good <laughs> me at too. them. Yeah, I'm good at words. Podcast uh, plug now. Uh, other podcast, Are We There Yet? It's an anime podcast where we watch three episodes, uh, give a synopsis of the shows, of the episodes we watch, and our opinions on them. Uh, we're about to hit our 100th episode. Yeah! After that, we're gonna watch Bleach. And I'm gonna drink myself into a coma. Oh no! I'm gonna drink Bleach together. Yep. We've seen how much that show triggered Brent in the past, but uh, definitely go check out that podcast. And if you like our show, we are very grateful. Tell a friend, tell a family member. Um, trying to think. I have a record label. It's Missed Out Records. Uh, also, oh, and our Twitter and all of our social media is at ABT Silence. Uh, oh, and we're Twitch streaming, uh, twitch.tv slash ABT Silence. Like I said earlier in the episode, still trying to figure out a schedule. So in future episodes, look forward to hearing that. And yeah. That'll do it for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you guys. See you. Pokemon Snap is trash.